Welcome to the Earn Your Guns podcast. Where gear is cool, training is cooler, but being based in moral philosophy is what is best in life. And we're going to get into some moral philosophy today, I think. But you know, start this, frame this conversation for the listeners a little bit. We wanted to dig into our assertion that violence is a virtue. And we're going to start off talking about some current events to help build into that conversation and reinforcing that idea a little bit. So I am sure everybody that's listening to this episode has seen at least one of the many instances from the past two, three, four weeks of people using deadly what force. Would, what would seem to be completely unjustified deadly force. Yeah. Uh, some some of the instances I would say are pretty cut and dry just off of initial information. I will leave open-ended because I'm a cop, like still not beyond a reasonable doubt. They haven't gone to trial on it yet, but we had instances where you have two people shot for getting into the wrong car, people getting shot for driving into the wrong driveway, people getting shot for knocking on the wrong door, and Jake, I'll let you introduce the caper you just sent to me since... That, yeah, I mean, and to cap it all off, what, what, in the last, you know, day or so, uh, you know, what, and we have a guy that, uh, <clears throat> he's shooting on his uh, property in his yard or whatever, his neighbors come up to him and just want him to stop shooting. So he proceeds to go over to their house and kill or at least try to kill everybody inside. Yeah. Mur- murdered most of the family, it sounds like. Murdered, yeah. Mur- well, murdered five people. Like, yeah. I think the rest of them, you know, some were little kids and, you know, people were trying to, you know, cover them up, you know, protect them and whatever. So, yeah, not everybody died, but like, but yeah, five people are like straight up dead. Mm-hmm. Because, all because what? They wanted you to stop shooting. Okay, seems legit. Okay. Yeah. yeah, sounds that that sounds reasonable. So anyway, you know, <laughs> as, as as you said, you know, whatever, you know, yes, it's in this you know great country, right? You know, innocent until proven guilty, adjudicated, whatever. But like in this case, like I, I think on its on its face, that's pretty. Uh, we can say that's unreasonable. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think we're safe speculating and. For, for the last piece that I would add to this conversation, last incident, um, we can look at the Alec Baldwin shooting. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. Another one that, uh, you know, once again, we're, you know, and, 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 and of course the theme here, the common theme there is one, is that, you know, you, you got people all screeching about how, oh, well, you know, everyone else's rights should be curtailed because of this. That that's what you think. That's that's your conclusion here. It's like maybe you should start by actually holding people accountable for what's already, you know, established mm-hmm. as being illegal. Yeah, and like we we were talking about with Alan, um, the the responsibility piece that comes along with those rights. If right. you use the right irresponsibly, maybe we should start with accountability. The fucking consequence. There's got to be accountability. Like, yeah, it's that simple. Start with the consequences for laws that are already on the using laws that are already on the book. Yeah. To you know to <laughs> rectify the behavior. Yeah. Sorry about that, yeah. listeners. My yeah, dog exactly. is losing his mind. 
and uh and and yeah i guess i guess the other thing i'd say is uh you know it's uh you know i read something today on the news some shit about uh you know uh, there's several states that you know the governor is coming down and saying uh oh well we need to take action on guns i'm like so once again you think taking action on guns would have stopped any of this right like, because the the issue isn't isn't that a gun was involved it was no. the actions taken by an unreasonable human and that could have been with a frying pan and, and and nobody and nobody want nobody wants to talk about that or, or like i said you know okay so uh you know so whatever alec baldwin through whatever negligence or you know like again what would, would a law have stopped that Right. Are you going to write a law that Hollywood can have no guns in any movies anymore? Like, well, they'll throw enough money at that problem to make that not happen. Exactly. It's 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 just it's bad. It's bad policy. It's bad. It's completely flawed logic. Mm-hmm. So let's let's get into some of what we were talking about as far as like how do how do we get to these incidents as far as you and I see it. Yeah. Uh, you know, to well, kick it off, we were we were talking about on on the fear side, right? Like the dude shooting the kid through his front door. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, I think, I think, you know, I, I think one of the first things that I said to you is like, you know, you know, you can agree or not. It's like, and one of the first things I said was, doesn't it almost seem like it's like okay, the dude's like the dude's like eighty four, it's like eighty something years that. old. Mm-hmm. He's elderly. He's elderly. You know what I mean? Like it's like, and to top it all off, you know, besides the fact that, again, I nobody can say for sure, right? But like, seems to be some speculation, some some evidence that you know he was frankly just a racist piece of shit. Neither here nor there, mm-hmm. right? But like, but whatever. But regardless of that, like, you don't think that the bombardment of fucking mass media constantly telling people about oh crime and you know like who, who who's doing it well frankly a lot of young black males okay so like so if that's the case and you're constantly fucking messaging that shit to people you don't think that they're eventually you're stoking their fears man so when you see a young black guy at your door like after a while you've been conditioned almost to just go oh shit he's a threat yeah, and then you have the outcome. And then you have this. Like, this yep. dude, again, this dude probably has no training, no, you know, not much reason. As I said, he's probably ra- he's probably somewhat racist to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but you put all these things together and you get bad decisions. Mm-hmm. But we could also go into the guy that shot that chick in his front yard for coming to the coming into the wrong driveway, basically. That part of the driveway. Up. Turned in and turned into a barricaded suspect situation, like all sorts of bullshit that came out of that yeah. incident. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. And like, and a lot of like we talked about that too. Like, in, in a lot of respect, at least you know, I, I know you agree. It's like in some, in a lot of ways, he's more culpable than the dude who just whatever. It's not reasonable, but he thought he basically did the right thing. He just turned himself over, cooperated, you know, like mm-hmm. called the police, did his thing, right? Like. Yeah, no, not this motherfucker. Like, 
they had to call out like a fucking state police SWAT team to go get his ass. Like, mm-hmm. you know, or hell, the guy in Texas. I don't even know if he's been caught yet. There's like a manhunt going on for this dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like an $80,000 so reward so once, or something once like once that. Again, once again, not only not only on face value, not reasonable, but it's like you don't think you look pretty fucking guilty because you're going like you didn't just turn yourself in and go, oh, my bad. Yeah. Like you're in the wind. Like. So, yeah, that kind of suggests guilt, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And yeah, to, to harp on that, one of those points more is like we've talked about, if you if you look at the data and I will preface this by saying like. I, I took a failed stab at being a marketing major in college once upon a time. And the only thing I took away from that was the data says whatever I want it to. <laughs> However, um, if you if you look at the data, like we live in the safest time in human history. Yeah, like, no, I mean, over, you know, like, dude, it's overwhelming. I don't think yeah. there's a single there's not Even, a single there's not a thing. I think this is one of the few things that you will not see disputed, contested, like all the scholarly research says that crime has like been on the decline for the last 30 years. Mm hmm. Again, like I'm taking criminal justice classes right now. It doesn't matter what statistics you, what study, what you read. Like it all says the same shit. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's and it's yeah. It's hard to it's it's easy to argue when it's like one or two studies, but when it yeah when you have thirty forty years of studies showing like hey crime's on the on the decline, crime is probably on the decline. Then I I think most people, regardless of their you know their you know. Including, like they mostly agree about this. Anybody that actually is like legitimate at all, mm-hmm. you know. So, but like we were talking about, if because that that that's contrary to what we're told, and it's still a common uh, campaign promise is to reduce crime. Tough on, like, tough on crime. Tough yeah. on crime. Yeah, because uh, it's because it sounds good and it makes people feel good. If they know their legislators tough on crime or something like to, to make that narrative valid, you got to push that the world's a dangerous place. So if you constantly are telling people you live in a dangerous world. Yeah. And that everybody's going to believe you, man. They're like gonna, They're going to believe it. Yeah. Been listening to CNN or Fox news or whatever. And all of a sudden you got somebody pulling into your driveway in the middle of the night that you don't don't know or aren't and aren't expecting like somebody is going to take the unreasonable stance of, well, I better shoot them. Yeah. It, it, it almost, it almost seems inevitable, doesn't it? Like, and then people are like shocked. Why did why did this happen? Well, <laughs> what did, what did you think was going to happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That gets into an, Another point, we weren't sure if this was going to be a one part or two part episode, but I, I think at this point we can, we can. Yeah, we'll go for it. We'll just keep kind of, we'll, we'll, we'll push it through here. Yeah. So getting to the violence is, is a virtue piece. If, if you introduce people to violence and they have some, at least I'll say understanding uh, beyond the kindergarten level of violence. Mm-hmm. I I would hypothesize that they're going to make better use of force decisions. 
Well, yeah. So uh, I think, you know, our last discussion, uh, like, like I was saying, my, 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 my theory is this, like, so that space is going to be filled. You understand? Mm -hmm. Like the part of your, the part of your brain that thinks about this shit, because dude, it's part of the human condition, right? It's a reality. Like Mm -hmm. violent, violent, violence is just a reality. Like Mm -hmm. you just, you choose how you're going to understand it, manage it, you know, whatever. But like that space is going to be filled by something. Mm-hmm. So the segue here is like, it's what we were talking about. Unfortunately, right now it's being filled by a lack of education and understanding and a bunch of nonsense that's propagated by people who really don't have your best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. They're telling you all this shit to make you afraid, you know, whatever. And it's like, so that's, what's filling up that space. Whereas if again, if you fill that in with training, a little bit of indoctrination, understanding, like you are now prepared to confront that and deal with it in a rational way mm-hmm. versus just fear, like pure fear. Yeah, it's, I think it was you that sent it to me, but the, uh, it was the excerpt about the officer that had a high, I think it was a higher than average use of force rate. And through some study, studying her brain, they found like, Oh, she was just scared of getting hit in the face. Yeah. So exactly. Exactly. And like once, once they addressed this, like she was, she was, yeah, that, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Cause she was literally just afraid. And, and, and I mean, like, viscerally afraid like mm-hmm. she th- she had concerns that her face was going to be scarred up and all this other like you know she- and she would do anything to avoid it which mm-hmm. basically meant that, you know yeah anybody who like was the least bit confrontational she's breaking out her like she's breaking out her baton and like just like going to town and beating their ass and it's like you can't do that and like once somebody like sorted that shit out she was fine after that yeah she went Back inside, back inside of the baseline for, again, this is, again, this is all, this is all anecdotal, but it was studied. Like I said, yes, mm-hmm. yes, this was presented in one of my readings, something I had to read for school, but like, but yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. So once they, once they improved that file folder that in her brain, once they remediated that training, like now she has a better relationship and understanding of violence and can yeah. use violence more appropriately. Because up to that point, like I said, you're it's gonna be filled with something, but you're just you're just a scared fucking animal. And if you're mm-hmm. just a scared, what do scared fucking animals do, man? They bite, they claw, they you know, mm-hmm. without any, without any you know reservation, regard, like nothing, dude. They just it's what they do. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So again, tying this back into the fill, fill essentially fill the space with something positive because something's gonna go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so going back to the incidences we're talking about, like, again, hypothetically, but if those people would have had some introduction to, I'll say, moral use of force, they would have been less likely to just randomly shoot people. And I I mean randomly. Like, it is borderline random. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly. It's like we're saying, it's like you look at you look at these cases of people doing it. It's like and it's it is it's so 
it's so fucking outlandish, right? You're like, huh? That's what you thought was a reasonable thing to do here? <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. but again, but, but again, they had, they have nothing there. They got no frame of reference. Yeah. So they came up on an empty file folder and defaulted to a, a prehistoric human instinct. Like, yeah, that thing is probably going to try and kill me. So I just got to kill it first. Which that's that that shit just that don't that don't fly, man. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, I think we can all agree. That's that isn't OK. Can't just yeah. can't just shoot stuff that scares you. And, and but that's the whole thing. It's like and I, and I think, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, people are like, well, well, why does why does this happen? Why are people doing this? You know, it's like they think it's, uh, you know. Well, you know, we have to we have to confront the problem that, you know, no, it's it's not just criminals. It's, you know, people who are law abiding up to that point. It's like, yeah, because all these things we're talking about, mm -hmm. they were until they just literally had no, you know, yeah, like the the NPC had no response, man. Just like mm -hmm. <laughs> does not compute. Yep. Yeah. So like, we we got talking about developing that that violence file folder. Um, and I, I'm because it's friends of mine, I'm not going to get into the particular incident that made me think of this, but we, I can leave it vaguely at like, you know, you look at schoolyard fights, basically you look at mm -hmm. that. We'll call it early introduction to violence, right? Getting, getting into the, the fights by the flagpole after school. like, so, so in a, in a broader sense, I would say that school is school literally is a training ground, right? Where you mm -hmm. are developing, you're developing all aspects of what you're going to like, probably be like for the rest of your life, right? Like mm -hmm. you're learning, you're socializing, essentially, you're learning like, what's appropriate? What is it? Right. And that includes this, like violent, like you said, like low level violence, like what is, what is a good reason to just to go, you know punch somebody in the mouth, you know, go fight him at the flagpole after school. You know? Yeah. And. And so in your case, you were relating a story to me, some friends of yours, like their kid mm -hmm. just doesn't just isn't. Yeah. And he's, yeah. And he's, he's 11, right? He just, he's junior high. Yeah. Or, you know, right. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, just hasn't, hasn't had that, <laughs> hasn't had that piece developed yet. Um, and I would, well, because they're friends of mine, like I would say through no fault of their own, um, it's just the world that their son's growing up in, right? We've got this attitude that violence is never the answer. Well, no, some, so violence is rarely the answer, but when it's the right. answer, right. And, and and so here's here here's an interesting one. This this actually just came up in something I I literally read this past week for school, um, and they're talking about you know theories of you know criminology and corrections and all this stuff like you know, and basically there there's this there's this theory out there, and this guy coined a term. He literally called it culture of control. Like we live in a culture of control, and mm -hmm. it's what it is is. So yeah, it starts with it starts with you know like the most obvious thing is you know responses to crime right you know but it's every but it's everything dude like 
zero tolerance, right? You hear that all the time. Zero tolerance. Like any deviance, any like not tolerated, man. You know what I mean? Yep. And 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 so like you said, you it's punitive as shit. It's all about, you know, controlling people like early and often. And like that applies in schools, man. Mm-hmm. So no, people are not learning appropriate behaviors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because you are there's no room for it. You you're always gonna have segment of the population that's going to deviate from the what is accepted behavior regardless of how punitive you are like you're right. not going to penalize right. them into compliance right and this goes this goes like again this is why this is why gun control doesn't work nothing works like because it's like all you've done is just you, you're and all you do is you you penalize everybody including people who just are just figuring things out mm-hmm and just trying to navigate their way through the world. It's like, but you cracked out on them. Like, <laughs> yeah. So why? And like, like we were talking about, um, yeah. If you're, if your response is as a school is like, well, you two are fighting. So you're both suspended. Like, well, no, fuck that. Wait, fuck it's, that. More compl- like, it's more complicated than that. Like, yeah, but, but that's it. It's one, it's one size fits all. It's an assembly line. It's just, nope, this, this mm-hmm. is, this is it. Like these, these, these are the rules. This is the, you know, these are the facts like, Oh, like don't, don't care about anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which again is not setting kids up for success in the real world because there's legitimate times to use violence. And, and, and let's be, and let's like, be, let's be real. Dude. I truly believe that, you know, if you occasionally let kids just go have a fucking fist fight, at, you know, at the flagpole after school, like, dude, Maybe they wouldn't be fucking coming in and shooting each other and shit. Like there yeah. might be an appropriate fucking outlet if they just resolve their conflict at a lower level. Mm-hmm. Right, instead of being forced to bottle the the friction until it yeah. overflows. Right? Get, like, like, get, like, like what do you like? What do you hear as a common thread through all these fucking things that happen? Right, they were bullied. They were this. They were that. It's like, and there, there was no, there was no. First off, there was no response by the responsible authority, you know, authoritarian parties there to like fucking mm-hmm. sort the shit out, right? And then there was no outlet. Yeah, and to borrow the analogy from Brian and Greg again, that those kids' cups got full to the point of overflowing and nobody paid attention to the stress fractures that were showing themselves. Yeah, again, it, it all, to be perfectly clear, I'm not justifying their behavior or anything like that. No. I'm just, I'm just telling you a theory why I think like it gets to that point. Honestly, mm-hmm. exactly. Like, yeah, so there has there has to be a healthy there has to be a healthy mechanism for dealing with this shit. Mm-hmm. And the other the other thing we were talking about with that is if at at a, at, a, at a base level. If you start out and you acknowledge that there are legitimate times to use violence to include in schools, now you can mm-hmm. you can teach future adults when it's okay to be violent because yeah. they're gonna they're gonna turn age a majority, or even if they yeah. aren't, you know, if if they're out outside of the school system, like there are statutes defining justifiable uses of force, whether 
yeah. you're uniformed or like, not, just for regular people. Like, 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 isn't that isn't that crazy? That like, yeah, like it's literally in the criminal law. Like, you know, mm-hmm. justifications to fucking, you know, any any statute prohibiting, you know, a violent act, right? Like, yeah. Why do you have why do you, why do you have this for adults? Yet you tell a kid that there's no justification for fighting anybody. Mm-hmm. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah, it's this disconnect between. Our, our judicial system and the school systems like the the judicial system has acknowledged for a the entire existence of this country that there's an affirmative defense for using violence and that's in defense of self or others and and, and to and to go and to go back right like mm-hmm. if school if school is the little training wheels your little your little training ground where you where you parse all this shit out to develop yourself and understand why do you think fucking people grow up and they don't know when it's appropriate to use force? Mm-hmm. And again, going back to that, filling that vacuum, because something's going to fill that void. That's where we get all the, all the stupid takes of people at yeah. gun counters and sitting around the fire, drinking beers with their buddies of, or the, inter- or the internet or the internet or the internet where you've got just these to, to, to those educated on the topic, just outlandish scenarios where they'd use use force. Yeah, who co- like who comes up with this? You know, and then and then this is a really this is the really fucked part. You got all these people like you know going on, you know, all the pundits prattling on about you know, oh, this is a this is a stand your ground problem. Like, no, this is not a stand your ground problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, do you know? Yeah, duty to retreat or stand your ground doesn't come into play here. Like it's it's irrelevant. Like it, exactly. Like that wasn't like we didn't even get to that point. Like this wasn't even a fucking this wasn't even a fucking use force problem. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. And like again, like that. Like that tell somebody, like, tell somebody to get off. Like start with telling people to get the fuck off your property. Like mm-hmm. what's wrong with that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, again, that goes back to a lack of understanding of those laws. Like, like you and I talked about, like, I don't like the idea of stand your ground or duty to retreat as a codified thing in general, but yeah, it shouldn't be codified. But, but like we said, you know, this is the part that people miss. Like you missed the whole point here. The whole point is that the justification is the justification. It's either objectively reasonable to do it or it's not. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure even in states where they, actually codify that you have a duty to retreat like there is an exception it says if safe to do so or something to that effect yeah like nobody nobody literally expects you to get fucking killed so you can go retreat mm-hmm. yeah even, i mean you know. maybe 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 they do but like the point is the law's on your side and once you go mm-hmm. hash this out in fucking court like you know what i mean yeah if i was gonna try and give a better take in layman's terms of like Minnesota's duty to retreat law where I'm moved out of um, like it's just the legal expectation that you're not going to default to using force when confronted like for any level of confrontation right um, you, you're you're expected to try and avoid shooting people basically is how I would put it in layman's terms and that's and like I said, that's that's the nuance here that I think is like is lost. It's lost on everybody. Like mm-hmm. it's like 
that's the whole point here. It's like, no, there's no law in the fucking world, standard around or otherwise, that just fucking says, yeah, just fucking, just let it go, just send it, man. Like, mm-hmm. no, dude, you are expected to fucking, you know, conduct yourself in such a way that, yeah, like, it's never defensible. Like, if you just, if you just let it fly early and often, because, well, fuck it, like, no, man, like, you're going to get hemmed up. Yeah, it's like, if you have to make you have to make a good faith effort to like not go kill somebody like you have to look mm-hmm. like you at least tried <laughs> yeah it's like you know the the example of the uh the the local tweaker breaking into your house to steal your tv to pawn for narcotics like in in a duty to retreat state like yeah just go barricade yourself in your bedroom and you know yell at them hey get the fuck out the cops are on the way if you come back here, I'm going to shoot you like. Right. Anywhere you go, that would anywhere you go, like the law would be the law would be on your side about that. Like, mm-hmm. And again, that doesn't in a stand your ground state that doesn't give you justification to walk into your living room and burn this dude down for stealing your TV. Like, no, no, he had to he had to have threatened you. He has to have fucking pose a threat to you like and stealing your and stealing your TV does not cut it. Mm-hmm. And and then, too, we get into like. Then you get way into like legal nuance depending on where you live. Like, right. like my state. I mean, that's that's a burglary. You know, it's a it's committing committing multiple felonies to get to the point it's, of stealing somebody's TV. Like, yeah, you, yeah, it's right, but it's not the TV. Like you said, it's like yeah. you know, that's the whole thing. You know, and and yeah, like you said, depending on the jurisdiction where you like, yeah, in Texas, like burglary is a crime that is probably pretty reasonable to respond with deadly force mm-hmm. you know yep. you broke in with criminal intent like yep. nobody's supposed to divine your intentions so but but yeah people are like yeah you're gonna you're gonna shoot the dude running away with your teeth like really no that ain't gonna cut it exactly like, and then too you know get gets into other conversations about uh like i've, I've heard you know, Chuck Hager tell a couple of different stories illustrating this point, but you know, is, is the person you're shooting at even of sound mind to understand that they broke, broke into your residence, quote, quote unquote, right? right? right. Like, you know, drunk, drunk dude that wandered into into the wrong house, uh, dude with Alzheimer's that wandered away from the care facility. Like, right. Right. And that's on you. That is still on you to parse that out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, assess the situation and go, yeah, man, he's he's not with it. Like, you understand? And and to be fair, like, again, that dude probably does not objectively pose a threat to you. So shooting him is probably a bad idea. Like, yep. but then, like you said, you get this you get this outlandish shit. Well, I'll shoot anybody on my property. Will you, though? Yeah, and that's how and that's how we get all these incidences of people shooting kids coming back later than they were supposed to or shooting daughter's boyfriend trying to sneak in because, you know, he's, he's just trying to get some and not get caught. Like, yeah, because that looked because that looked great. Yep. Yeah. And now now we're back to back to the nuance piece, like and people don't don't want people don't want a complicated answer. They don't want the, well, it depends. It's like at work. I, I, I end up in these conversational loops with people because, you know, dealing with somebody that got, got mad at another cop for doing something. 
and they want to hash that shit out with you on the phone. It's like, well, what would you have done on this? I'm like, I don't know. I wasn't there. Like, <laughs> I don't, I just have what you're telling me. Well, yeah, but from what I'm telling you, what would you have done? Like, I'm, I don't speculate. I what's don't, the point of it? Like, what's yeah. the point of this? This, this, this goes nowhere. Like, <laughs> yeah, like this isn't, it's not going to change anything for whatever that outcome was. Like, I'm sorry you think that that cop was stupid for the field sobriety tests that he did. And you, you think they should have been done different and you shouldn't have been arrested for your DUI. Like, I don't know, man. Like, sound, sounds to me like he articulated that you were too intoxicated to safely operate a motor vehicle. So, sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> not, not going to go to the judge for you and be like, Your Honor, I think that this other cop did bad cop work and you should you should tell the state's attorney to drop all these charges. Like, what? No. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man, uh, I guess, uh, you know, the next place to go with this is it's it's literally just like talking about the morality, right? Like, yes. you know, because we're talking about virtue, right? So here we go. Mm-hmm. Could we finally, you know come full circle it's like you know and look i think we can agree that what all these people you know what the common thread of all these things is they were immoral yep know what i mean yeah and that's that's the other thing we we got talking about is okay so back back to the school back to back to the playground um if you have the training wheels there for these kids that you're trying to develop into rational, productive members moral, of society. Human, moral. moral human beings. Yep. Yes. Like, giving them the training wheels to, like, hey, some, sometimes fighting is okay. It also gives you the ability to instruct that, like, hey, that wasn't a good reason to punch that kid in the face. And yep. you are going to suffer some consequence for that. Right. And again, lower stakes, lower consequences. You understand what yep. I mean? Okay. You know what? You punched a kid in the mouth. Not too bad. You shouldn't have done that. Okay, mm-hmm. you're fucking, you're suspended, you're grounded, whatever the fuck, you know, yeah, kid level little bullshit punishments are, you know what I mean? And that's exactly. the point, though. But but see, here's the problem. They don't fucking even do that. They fucking nope. go, oh, you got you to call the police, zero tolerance, got to arrest them. You just put them in the juvenile justice system, have SROs mm-hmm. handle it. Why? This isn't a fucking law enforcement matter. Yeah, and it's, so it's, it's interesting you bring that up because I was talking about that with uh, one of our one of our SROs recently, one of our more experienced SROs. And that used to be the stance in our area was like, Hey, no, we're going to let the schools handle that. And it turned into, well, it turned into where they were having kids fighting constantly. So then it's like, okay, we need to, we need to balance this out. Like if, but but once again, was getting really draconian controlling about it. Was that the answer either? Like, Perhaps there was a middle ground here. You know what I mean? Exactly. There was a, there was a, there was a, there was a nuanced solution. You understand? Like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe a case by case basis. I don't think the standard should be fucking. You know, well, man, we got to prosecute these kids. We got to fucking. You know, mm-hmm. why? Like, yeah, if they're really a problem, if they're straight up just you know juvenile delinquents or something. Yeah, okay. Like mm-hmm. maybe you know after a while, like you know, it's a progressive discipline thing. It's like maybe if you've been told this a couple times. Okay, now it's time to do something a little more severe. Yep. But um, yeah. keep realness back on topic, though. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, with with developing the the moral use of force, the other the other thing we were talking about that that gets into is it. I I think it helps children better understand 
morals overall, right? And kind, of, kind of like we talked yeah, about, like, can yeah. you really be a can you really be a a moral human? Can can you really take a righteous stance if you have no ability to back it? No, no, exactly. That's that that was exactly the next place that this was a this was meant to go. Like, yeah, like at the end of the day, like, nah, man, you you are not. You know, yes, if you have no capacity for violence whatsoever like yeah because if i because look if violence is just a means by which you just and there are degrees to violence that's the whole thing like you know we talked about that we talked about this before like you know a level of violence i mean what's what's a level of violence is it is it you know raising your voice is it you know is it projecting present like but but yeah like it's all a means of enforcing boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, if you can't enforce boundaries, you're not a moral person. You're an amoral person at best. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, great. You can you can sit there and pontificate about what's right, but yeah, but what are you going to do? What are you going to what are you fucking do about it? Like, that's <laughs> all that this shit comes down to. Like, yeah. So, to that that schoolyard example, like, yeah, if you know. We, I, I think we'd all agree that it, it would be a moral thing for a child to do to step in. Well, we'll start with on behalf of themselves. Like if they're constantly getting bullied and pick on, picked on, setting, setting your own, the, setting your own boundaries, right? Like, yep. no, fuck that. Pop that kid in the mouth. Like, <laughs> start, start there, and that builds into doing that for others. Okay, well, and, hey, if the and, if the fifth graders picking on the first graders, and you go pop yeah. that kid in the face. Literally, like from my own life. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and at the end of it, you know, you know what? Like, and, and this is the point, like you said, it's like, this is about, as you said, if, if this, if this is the training ground, then isn't that a perfect opportunity for that to be a teachable moment? Exactly. You're positively or negatively, depending on the circumstances, reinforcing that behavior. I told you that story, right? And <laughs> and what did, you know, oh man, you know, the school was all, oh my god, you know, and they called my they called my dad. My dad's like, Okay, why'd you do that? And told him. He's like, Oh, okay, well, sounds reasonable to me. Like <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? That behavior was reinforced. <laughs> That's an early lesson they carried through by life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly. And that, as, as you look at that building into adulthood, like now, basically now you've, you've given the children permission to stand up for what's right. So they're going to carry that into adulthood they're gonna do it. and that they're doesn't, gonna do it. that doesn't mean that they're going to go start in fights at work. It might just be, you know, calling out immoral shit that their coworkers are doing, you know, what? Yeah, that kid, that kid now becomes the type of person that we're talking about, that we want out there. Because they, what do they do? They take responsibility. They have mm-hmm. some sense of civic fucking duty. You know, mm-hmm. they carry a gun. Pro so, you know, pro socially, mm-hmm. not to go do bad shit. Like you're not starting everything. You just, you're just being a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now on behalf of yourself behalf of your family behalf of others and i society society, the greater good and i i believe that would build into stuff like voting as well like 
because we get into like the idea that voting is a violent act. Um, it is a microaggression. Is oof, that the, the <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, we'd probably see that go away too. But yeah, but. like, but those are the but those are the kids that grow up. They become cops. They join the military. They like you know mm-hmm. like. Or even if they, even if they don't, or they don't. They, no, I'm just, I mean, you get what you get what I'm yeah. saying, though, right? Yeah, you know, or they just become good people who just do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they have an, an a better understanding of their own actions and how they're interacting with their world. Responsible, you know, responsible citizens, you know, like yeah. And back to the start of this conversation, now they understand the responsibility along with their rights. That accompanies their rights. Yep. Like, hey, you got to start. You got to start it early and often. Like, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, and that that's yeah. violence. In. Violence is a virtue, man. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Then just to maybe overstate the point, but that builds into more than just your Second Amendment stuff. Like, this isn't just gun or no gun. Uh, that can be First Amendment issues. The, like I say, voting what you're what you're posting yeah. online uh the the validity of opinions you you take about the world that you live in yeah because you got because you you have to you have to understand that you have to be accountable you have to yeah yep. well shoot i think we beat that dead horse enough any other Pieces you want to add? Anything we forgot to mention that you wanted to bring up? I don't think so. You got anything else? I don't. So, we'll leave it at that. The target is coming along. Hopefully we've got a rough draft that we can post here soon so y'all can start seeing and getting an idea of what we've got coming down the pike. Uh, We're pretty excited about it. I think we got partnered with a good good crew that's really helping bring to life what we want to do and has a, has a good understanding of what we're trying to build. So we'll certainly let you know when that drops. we got the Facebook page. we got the Patreon. Other than that, I got nothing else. So until next time, don't be a piece of shit.